Yo, what up everybody? It's Danny Neth with the Guardian for Gains podcast and welcome back to another episode. It is Friday, June 14th, 2019. Um, looks like it's going to be a pretty good day today. Yesterday, and it actually it's, it's feeling like fall weather. Like I feel like, you know, we're about to bundle up, go to like an Ohio State party today or tomorrow. And um, yeah, it just feels really strange, you know, like even just like sitting here, just like sipping my coffee, like it almost feels like being in college, like those early cold fall mornings when you wake up and it's just like, you know, you're about to start drinking and <laughs> having a good old time and, you know, watching the game and all that. But, um, but yeah, really weird weather. We got down to like yesterday. I don't think we got above 60 degrees here in Ohio. So it was like 57, I think when I got home from work. So it, it's just very strange weather. Um, but I think we're supposed to get, you know, kind of start normalizing again, but, uh, definitely weird for middle of June, but, you know, I think that, uh, we'll be up in like seventies to eighties this weekend. And of course we're going to be having more rain. So, you know, it's just what we expect, but, um, a couple projects on the slate, uh, you know, I still need to execute on getting the irrigation setup fixed. It's rain either rain too much i haven't had the part the right parts and other than that i've just been putting it off because i don't have like a super dire need to be doing it um but the biggest thing for me right now is just like fertilizing the plants and making sure that they're good to go so like my original plan this year was do everything through fertigation which is just like fertilizing through your irrigation lines but because of the rain, you know, I'm not running the irrigation system. So I've had to really compromise and thank God Anderson's, uh, Anderson's company came out with a, a new organic fertilizer that I picked up at AM Leonard, uh, this year and it's called, uh, Anderson's Innova, I N N O V A. And it is the analysis on it is seven, one, two. So nitrogen, 7%, uh, phosphorus, 1% potassium, 2%, which that's a really, actually a really high percentage of nitrogen for a, um, for an organic fertilizer and it, and it's coming from a really good source. So it's actually, I believe that it's made from like a soybean meal and, you know, it's pumped full, you know, it's got just tons of like amino acids. Um, I don't know if there's any humic acid in that or not, but, um, but either way, so there's a lot of amino acids amino acids, um, and carbohydrates, which kind of help like with, you know, a lot of different, um, you know, functionalities of the plant. So it's a really complete fertilizer is kind of what I'm trying to say here. Um, so, you know, I've seen pretty good results. Uh, you know, the plants aren't suffering. It doesn't look like anything really needs, um, more fertilizer except for, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe some more of the, uh, you know, obviously the tomatoes are going to be going to be needing some more fertilizer here soon. Um, we just transplanted those. And then we're also getting ready to transplant out some, uh, just a bunch of peppers. So we've got bell peppers, cayenne, or actually I think I got all the bell peppers transplanted out, but we got cayenne, banana peppers, ghost peppers, habanero, uh, a mix called flamethrower mix. And let's see, I think that's it. So habanero, ghost, cayenne, and banana pepper. Yeah, that's about it. So, so yeah, I'm excited for those. They've been sit, I actually have a hundred pepper plants and I don't know what I was thinking. Like every year, especially this year, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to grow too many tomatoes. We probably have a hundred. 
I'm not going to grow too many peppers. We have a hundred and that's just inside. So it's not even counting whatever's outside. You know, I've got, I got like four, four or five pepper plants from burpees with that, you know, as part of their like 2019 gardener of the year trials. Um, so, so it's really just like all peppers in the garden right now. And aside from that, we're just waiting on the rest of the broccoli to, uh, to finish up and then waiting on the cauliflower to, to actually flower. So I'm hoping that like this little cold snap that we've got along with the rain, along with, you know, throw, uh, throwing in the fertilizer and another product from Anderson's called humic DG, um, which is the DG stands for dispersible granule and the humic it's humic acid products. So, um, so I threw that in a lot of the pots, uh, as well. And, um, so that's really going to help as we go down the line and especially with like regulating a lot of the, uh, nutrition that the plants are going to be receiving. So if you're not familiar with humic acid, basically what it is, is, um, so it's an organic OMRI listed product. So there's nothing to worry about as far, you know, I think a lot of people hear humic acid and they think that it's a bad thing because it's, it says acid, but, um, but it's a really good product. Basically what it does is it helps to improve the carbon in your the carbon content in your soil. Um, and you know, as it, as you know, like carbon is the building block of life, right? So, and the same thing goes for your soil, you know, having a good carbon to nitrogen ratio is like kind of what you, um, you know, what you seek and what you're looking for in like a, a good healthy soil. So adding carbon is going to help, um, do a couple different things and just the humic acid products in themselves do, um, a lot, you know, have a lot of different functions in the soil and, you know, it's something to really look into, especially if you have really clay or really sandy soils, because this, um, basically this will help unlock the, uh, the nutrients that are, you know, locked up in clay soils, because that's the problem is that clay soils have a lot of nutrients, but they are in insoluble or unusable forms. So adding the humic acid, um, actually helps to chelate those nutrients, which just means that turns them into a form that's usable by the plants. So, you know, especially in clay soils, like something that gets locked up pretty easily is like calcium, uh, magnesium, um, you know, and, and iron, you know, seems to be another one that, that gets locked up a lot. But, um, so basically just that humic acid is going to help make that more available, you know, especially things like phosphorus and, you know, the, uh, I mean, just all of the nutrients that the plant needs, it's going to be more available. And the thing about humic acid, uh, or at least the humic DG product is that it's not just a humic acid product. So there's a lot of stuff out there on the market. that's just like a cheap, whatever, you know, crap product. I mean, just to be honest and like a lot of the, uh, humic products, it'll be like a black dust and just, just really be messy. So the cool thing about the uh, humic DG product is that the granulars, like the, the DG is the dispersible granule and it's um, like with the technology that Anderson's has, it keeps it in that form until it gets wet. So there's no dust or very little dust. Um, you know, you can grab it with your hands and spread it like that and it's not going to make a, you know, make a huge mess. 
I wouldn't highly recommend that just because, you know, if your hands are sweaty, you, you know, it, it will get on, it, it'll probably start to disperse a little bit. But basically what happens is when it does get wet, then in the soil, it'll disperse into thousands of microparticles. And, you know, in those microparticles, there's a wide variety of humic um, compounds. So humic acid is kind of, is one part of the humic um you know, tree of life, I guess you would say. So there's a different, um, so there's like soluble to insoluble forms. So humic acid is, um, typically applied like to the soil or in a container and, and it's, it's a less soluble form, but, but that's a good thing because it'll be more of like a time released. Uh, fulvic acid is another, um, compound related to humic acid, but it is a more soluble form. So that is included in the humic DG. Um, so you have a very soluble form, you have humic acids, which are, uh, you know, mildly soluble. And then, um, humans, H U M I N S, uh, which is an insoluble form, but basically will be, um, in your soil for a longer period of time and kind of helping to store some of those nutrients um, and over time, you know, that will allow for those things to be unlocked. So, um, so it's a really, you know, really cool product. I think there's a lot of, um, you know, and there's a ton of ton more science that goes into it than that. And like the effects on the plant, but the biggest thing is it's soluble in a wide range of pHs. It's going to help, uh, provide more nutrients, more carbon to your plants and, you know, essentially improve your soil, improve your soil health and help feed the microbes, which in turn helps feed the soil, which in turn helps feed your plants. So it's just a really, um, dynamic product, especially when you realize like the different levels that it's working on, you know, not only on like, it's just, it's not just a fertilizer. It's not just a soil treatment. You know, it's, it's working with the, uh, the natural ecosystem that you're trying to build in your garden anyways. So, um, so I'm excited to see how that's going to work. Like I've never, I used, <clears throat> excuse me, I used the, uh, we had like a little sample packet of uh, humic product of the humic DG. And I used that, I think two years ago and I threw it in with my tomato plants. And, um, you know, I think I just had like a tomato in like a five gallon uh, root pouch. So it was a really small pot for a tomato. Uh, but I threw that humic sample in there, um, and just let it go the rest of the year. And that, that plant gave me like, I think three or four different tomatoes that were almost two, two pounds. So, um, and I kind of like neglected the plant. So I'm really curious to see the effects that it's going to have, you know, with a very targeted and like, you know, just more mindful, um, fertilizer regimen. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of the things that's been going on in the garden. We've not been able to do a ton of stuff with, um, you know, especially like having all the rain and all that, but, but we've been keeping on top of stuff and, you know, just doing everything that we can, you know, harvesting, uh, we've got some stuff to, you know, that's going to be going out in the boxes. We've got snow peas, we've got broccoli. Um, I don't know how much longer they're going to last you know, the snow peas and the broccoli, but at least we'll have it for this week. And then we've got a lot of stuff coming up like, you know, lettuce and kale. Still got some more of that going. Um, 
let's see. I'm trying to think what else we've got. We've got a lot of herbs coming on. So thyme, um, I believe cilantro, dill, and lemon balm, mint, um, which, you know, it's not like you can use a lot of that stuff, but, but we're trying to get creative here and, and do some different stuff. So I've been thinking about like, you know, just drying out some of those, um, some of the things like the mint and all that, maybe making like a tea or like a, like a mint peppermint tea, um, package or something. So, so I'm looking into all that stuff too. And, um, and just trying to keep the crop box going as strong as I can. You know, it's been, uh, it's been a good year so far. We started off early. So, you know, I think just getting that early start was, uh, was good. And, you know, I just gotta, now we just gotta keep servicing, you know, keep serving people. You know, I kind of forgot that we had, um, had a couple customers that, um, you know, that wanted a box and, you know, we either didn't like confirm or whatever, but you know, we've got plenty of stuff. So, you know, it's just been, uh, like, I just love seeing the, the good response to, to the vegetables. And I like, no matter what, I'm always going to worry like, Oh, I didn't give, you know, they didn't get enough this week, but like, you know, the way I'm doing it this year is like, I'm just going to make sure that people do get enough so that it is worth it. And whether I have to do that, you know, deliver a little bit every week or I can deliver everything in like <clears throat> one bulk two week delivery, you know, either way, you know, I'm, I'm going to make it right. And, and right now it's almost like more than more of a test than anything, you know, kind of like dialing in my practices, dialing in my, um, you know, what works with, uh, my style of gardening with the fertilizer regimen, the, the different soils that I'm testing out and, um, you know, just kind of getting, gaining that insight is, uh, is the step that I'm at in my life right now. So, you know, beyond that, I'm, uh, always looking to like diversify and just keep things growing, you know, with, in my life and in my business and, you know, and like gardening for gains just started off as like just a little bit of a hobby. You know, it's like, I like gardening on the side. I, I did want to turn it into a business from the beginning, but, um, but I think that it's important to like understand the full extent of that, you know, like sometimes it's, it's not fun to grow for other people. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not fun to grow for other people because it's like, you have the expectation, um, it's outside of yourself. So it's not like it's a, uh, you know, you have that motivation from within, but, but it's also just like a mindset thing. So it's like, you know, if you, if you, if you're doing everything right, then why, why do you have to worry? You know, you, you know that you're going to execute, you know, you'll be able to grow stuff. I think it's just the possibility of letting people down is what's tough, but that's part of the game too. So, <clears throat> you know, I think a lot of people understand that. <clears throat> excuse me. I think a lot of people like understand the challenges and stuff like that, that go along with, uh, along with growing along with having a CSA along with being a farmer. But at the same time, you know, when you make a promise, when you have, you know, like a value prop and you're a grower, you're a farmer, you got to deliver. So that's what we're just going to continue to do. Uh, you know, through the challenges of the storms, the cold, you know, whatever, whatever we get thrown at us, you know, we'll keep it going. But, uh, but yeah, I'm just kind of excited to, to, to grow, uh, to grow not only the plants, but grow my business. And like, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of an interesting thing because I think that, you know, everyone thinks that a, when you think of a business, you think of a, you have a certain, <clears throat> certain idea in your mind, a certain ideal of like what it actually is or, 
you know, um, I don't know. You just think of it like being, <clears throat> being more formal, but really like what a business is, excuse me, I'm going to have to take a drink here. <clears throat> but really what a business is, is actually like, you know, it's about bootstrapping it. It's about like kind of figuring it out as you go. So, um, you know, it's like, you don't always have the answers and you're not always going to be perfect, like from the launch, but it's about how you perfect. It's about how you optimize and react to, um, react to the market and, and things like that. So, um, and, and you know, and beyond that too, I think like the biggest thing is that you just t are taking yourself seriously. Um, and I think that, you know, that's, that's kind of a big problem for me because it's, it's not that I don't take myself seriously, but I also like realize the, <clears throat> the reality of the situation of, <clears throat> you know, that I'm not like a conventional grower. I'm not a conventional, you know, quote unquote farmer. I'm, you know, just growing in my backyard. But, but that's the beautiful thing about it is that, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. Like there's no set in stone. Like this is what a farmer is supposed to be. You know, it's, it, and that's the thing is like people kind of silo things and they think that, oh, well, farmer is this and you're in a field and you're growing, you got a tractor and, and that's just not the case. You know, that's not the case with anything in life. Um, and you know, when, when you boil it down to like the bare bones, like you're just kind of, um, siloing things that you don't understand. And, 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 you know, I'm speaking from to myself in this instance, you know, because, it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm basically deciding, I'm making that decision for people about taking myself seriously as a farmer. So I think that that's where it comes, <clears throat> you know, that's where things kind of, um, are at for me and, you know, kind of my plans for the next steps. So, you know, I just, I think that a lot of times I can get ahead of myself with like wanting to grow the business too fast and like, but I think that there's a huge demand. I think that, um, you know, and that's just for the vegetables, you know, so the next steps for this is just a right now this year, ride it out, you know, do the best that we can with what we've got. And, and, you know, you have to execute on the small scale in order to take things to the next level. So, you know, obviously I need land, I need cold, you know, a greenhouse. I need cold frames, but you know, money just doesn't appear out of thin air. You know, it all comes down to hard work and you've got to earn it. So, you know, so that's my next steps. I'm selling the vegetables, but, but I'm doing the vegetables more for experience of growing and learning how to do it. Um, so my next step is like, I'm going to be taking, I'm going to be, you know, starting to diversify into like some t-shirts. I've got a good idea for a shirt. Um, you know, and, and basically I'll just, I'll throw it up there. If people want it, they can, they can buy it and, uh, and help fund my farm. Um, and if you're interested, you know, I'd love to hear some feedback. So, uh, you know, drop me a line or like send, drop me a comment on social channel. Uh, maybe Twitter would be the best way to do that. So if you have Twitter or, um, or if you don't, I'm at gardening Four gains, gardening number four gains, uh, on all channels. So I'd love to hear your feedback. Like if you'd support me, like if I, um, you know, drop some gardening t-shirts, uh, you know, some aesthetic, uh, graphic tees or something like that. Um, and then I'm also, you know, obviously 
I'm in kind of a little bit of a pickle because I, I work at AM Leonard, which is a horticultural tool and supply company. So, um, you know, I haven't done anything with like gardening products because I, I kind of like fear that there would be a little bit of a conflict of interest. And it's like, um, I don't know. I just don't want to go down that path right now. So I'm working on, <clears throat> I'm working on like what would work, you know, what, what would be acceptable, um, so like, obviously the gardening part is, is a little bit tricky, but like, um, you know, the gains part of my name, you know, it's, it's centered around like bodybuilding and weightlifting, but, but it's kind of like a double-edged sword or, you know, it has, has a double meaning because it's not just, it's not just like the gains, like in the weight room, but it's kind of like gardening for gains. Like, you know, it's very contradictory in the fact that like gardening takes time, um, and well, it, actually it's not contradictory. It's, you know, they go hand in hand because I think that like gardening and bodybuilding is very similar. You know, it's about the aesthetics. Um, you know, you're all, you're aiming for the, that aesthetic. Um, you're aiming for the aesthetic. That's what it comes down to. And in order to do that, you know, you just, you, you work hard, you're dedicated, you focus on the foundational, you know, elements of, of life and perfecting and optimizing those things. And, and that growth is very slow, but it's very rewarding. And like, and when you see those gains, you know, you just, you love, like, that's what you live for. Um, and so I think that like those gains kind of tra gardening for gains translates to all of life because it's, you know, that's what we're all doing. And when we, when we go out and we try to just like, like they say money doesn't grow on trees, you know, and that, that to me, like, that's kind of like a patience thing. Um, but it's like trees, like how do, how do I want to say this? Um, uh, but either way, it's just, it, it's a patience thing. You know, it's like you, anything worth living in life, any kind of gains that you make in your life, it is always going to be the slow and steady that leads to that. And, and that's what games is all about is dedication and work. And it's the fruits of your labor basically is what guarding for gains means. Um, so, you know, so that, that's what I want to do is kind of translate that thought process out into, um, you know, my product line. And, you know, I, I think that where I'm going to start is probably with, um, like some kind of fitness related product. So I'm bouncing a couple ideas around, but I think that like a couple of like core tenants would be like, you know, obviously fitness, uh, health and like, and health is like body and brain and, and soul. So, you know, that includes like meditation and yoga and that, and, you know, and spirituality and that sort of stuff. Um, but but I, I just, I really want to bring like that vision and have a product line that encompasses that vision and that ideal and, and, you know, what I'm trying to do in the world, which is essentially just live my best life, uh, you know, live my passions out and just focus on that. And, and, you know, and, and I think that just things naturally follow and naturally flow from your passions. So, I think that, you know, I, I've overthought it for a long time, but now I'm, I'm ready to take some leaps and I'm ready to dive in. And I think that I've got a good support system and a good amount of like, you know, recognition that I've built up, you know, a little bit. And it's, you know, it's very small, obviously, but, but those baby steps is all it takes, you know, to, uh, 
you know, stair step up that, that, that ladder to, you know, wherever you're wanting to go. And, you know, you'll, pr I'll probably never get there because like, I, I know that I'm always going to set that bar just a little bit higher, just a little bit higher. And, and that's what it's all about. That's what gardening for gains is, you know, it's about continuing to make the gains. Like there is no, um, it's not that there's no satisfaction, but there's no, there's no stopping in the pursuit of perfection. Like if you think that you've landed at a spot of perfection or you think that you've landed at something that you can, you know, this is it, then that's when you're, you're most vulnerable because you're not looking for new ways to improve and you're not looking for, you know, that next angle, that new thing that, you know, you're not, you're not evolving, you're not adapting. And, and that's a scary thing for me. So that's why I'm always guarding for gains. Um, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on that philosophy and your life philosophy. So if you got, uh, if you got some thoughts on that, drop me a line, call into the station. If you're listening on anchor, um, and I'd love to throw it in a future podcast, but, uh, thanks for listening in and hope you have an awesome Friday. Awesome weekend. We've got a lot of stuff coming up next week and we'll be keeping the podcast rocking and rolling. So thanks for listening in. And as always, I appreciate it.